The Daily Ding is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know NBA ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. My favorite feature, you can get tickets in two taps. A two-tap checkout. That's efficiency. That's how you're supposed to do it in the NBA. Two taps gets you tickets, gets you checked out, and you're ready to go to the game every single time. So head to the App Store or Google Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Devontae Graham is tougher than woodpecker lips. Back in a moment. I can try Spanish, but I ain't really that good at This is how it goes. When I hope, I have no friends. One time I know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a rep, I would have tossed his ass. How dare you? Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday morning. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Mo Dacchio with Rob Lopez, checking out our supplements. Make sure they're not tainted with substances we're not supposed to have. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, John Collins gets suspended, the Heat get altitude sickness, and Trey Young gets back to doing what he does. But first, Mo, I don't think the Lakers are worried about running with the Bulls because they were down 19 in this game, 19 points, and in the third and especially the fourth quarter, they just destroyed the Chicago Bulls, end up winning 118 to 112. Just a little, you know, 17 0 run to start the fourth quarter. I believe they were, uh, I think, it, like four minutes for the, or four points in like seven minutes for the Bulls at one point in that quarter. It was just ugly. How did the Lakers turn this on, uh, turn this game on its head other than just the Bulls suck? Yeah, I mean, the thing was too this whole run was sparked by Dwight Howard's energy defensively switching on to guards he had a big block on Kobe White Kuzma had 11 of his 15 points right there in the fourth quarter just kind of going nuts and all this while AD and LeBron were on the bench like that was kind of the surprising thing and I mean damn dude the the Bulls really did just kind of forget how to score in the fourth quarter they had They're terrible. nine yeah they just had nine I mean, they had 93 points going into the, the fourth. It really looked like a game where you're about to say, like, wow, the Lakers dropped one. They they played to the level of their opponent or whatnot, and they just kind of flipped the switch. And that was all with AD struggling. I mean, he added some points after the game was pretty much decided. And the score does not depict how much of a blowout this was in the fourth quarter. I mean, it wasn't a six-point game where it fell tight. It was just like, this game's over. They had, you know— all the scrubs in at this point, Jared Dudley was getting minutes. I mean, this thing was pretty bad uh, and it all flipped in a matter of like four or five minutes. Yeah. I mean, the, like I've, I've said this before, but unless the greatest player of all time or like an MVP season from Derek Rose is involved, the bulls are a terrible organization, horribly run, horribly mismanaged, horribly coached. Like it's just bad. And we keep like holding on to this nostalgia of, Oh, Michael Jordan made us care about the bulls. Like the Reinsdorfs and Garpacks are making us not care about the bulls. Cause they, it's just bad, man. Like, and I don't want to take anything away from the Lakers here. They clearly like dominated when they needed to, when it looked like they were, you know, just going to struggle on the road for whatever reason. Um, so you get, you got to credit them for, for having the resiliency and, and dominating the way they did in the second half. But this bulls team is just sorry. 
Like they yeah, just no. are. Like I mean, Zach Zach Levine had a had good numbers overall, but he had stretches in the fourth, thir- you know, third and fourth quarter where he just kind of blew the game. Like they they just don't really have anything. Laurie Marketing was terrible in this game. Like the, it's just bad. I mean, they got a bunch of guys that are like we like. They're nice. They're nice pieces, but they don't have a guy. They don't have a guy where you just feel like okay, this is who they're going to count on and depend on. And if right. Zach Levine's the guy, you're gonna you're gonna do that with. You're you're not going to win as many games as you think you're going to. Play yeah, he needs simple. he needs to be a number three guy, right? Like not he, not the number one, and definitely not the number two. Right. Yeah, he's not. He's just not equipped for that. That's just not who he is. It's not part of his game. And you know, when and he showed tonight, they're depending on him. This is a game. If you're Zach Levine and a number one option, you put away. You can't give up. You're up as much as nineteen. You can't blow this at home. Right. Yeah, absolutely not. Let's let's credit the Lakers, though, uh, that when they're six in a row since that opening night loss, that overnight just tough road loss to the Clippers. I mean, just going on the road and playing in that building is really tough. And and the Lakers weren't able to win that night, but they're six and oh, since their best start since going seven and oh in the 2010 2011 season. Uh, Anthony Davis struggled to score a lot in this return to the Mecca, but eventually figured it out when you know the game was kind of decided LeBron James didn't struggle at all. Third straight triple double. 30 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, had a monster dunk at one point, just had play after play, finding guys in the corner. Um, you know, I mean, we, we can talk about this for 17 years. Well, well, not specifically. We haven't known each other 17 years, but basketball <laughs> fans have talked about this for 17 years. Like, just the way he passes the ball is stupid good. Yeah, I mean, and, and the other thing, too, is he only had two turnovers. You know, for a guy who handles the ball as much as he did tonight, you would think, okay, well, he, he's going to have a couple. And the two turn, he actually could have probably had no turnovers. Just the two of them were him trying to make really fancy passes that were just terrible passes. And I mean, that's, this is just who LeBron is. At this point, you know, it's funny, like all the talk of like he's going to try to win the MVP to Davis. He's going to try to push it towards Anthony Davis. Man, he keeps playing like this. We're going to have to start talking about him as the MVP. Yeah. We'll start talking about that in like three months when we should start talking about MVP, not two weeks in. We're not doing doing the stupid MVP (laughs) chance. We're not doing any of that stuff. No, it's so dumb. We're not talking about MVP right now, but he is on an incredible run right now. Like he's, he's just balling out and, uh, and you know, that extra time off in the summer, maybe helped a little bit, maybe space jam, uh, reinvigorated him uh, quite a bit. Uh, also, Quinn Cook in this game, 17 points off the bench, three or four from three. He was a nice little spark for them. Yeah, he got him going. This is something that this is the biggest concern with the Lakers is who on their bench is going to consistently come in every night and bring it. And, you know, tonight it was Cook. There's it's always we up had, in the air with them. And, and we had some Alex Caruso moments. Don't forget that. No, I forgot them. Uh, <laughs> and Cook was, you know, had some good stretches here and it's going to be up and down and there are going to be nights though, where it's going to be Caruso and there's going to be nights where it's, uh, AV, Avery Bradley or, or whatnot. It's, it's going to be that. And it's got to be a collective thing tonight. It was cook and he was on fire. He got it going for him and, and really kind of never cooled down. Anthony Davis finished with 15.7 rebounds, three assists, three blocks, uh, 26.7 rebounds, seven assists from Zach Levine, 18 points and 18, 18 points from, uh, Otto Porter and Kobe white. Uh, Kobe came off the bench and dropped him 18. Uh, Laurie Markin, just two of eight from the field, finished with seven. Wendell Carter, 11 and 11 in this game, but none of it mattered because uh, Lake showed just too much in the fourth quarter for the Bulls. Let's go to the other big game of the night, Mo. 
Nuggets 109, Heat 89 in Denver. This was supposed to be a showdown, Mo. What happened? This was supposed to be the hottest team in the Eastern Conference against one of the better teams in the West, even though the Denver Nuggets have struggled a little bit with their energy and their effort. This was supposed to be a showdown, and the Heat did not have it at altitude. They just couldn't couldn't play at all. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero combined for 35 points on 10 of 39 shooting. Heat had the uh, best three-point defense in the NBA going into this game. They were allowing just 26.6% from deep, allowed 39.1% to Denver from downtown in this one. Uh, A couple notes for the Nuggets. Gary Harris left the game with an ankle injury. Uh, Paul Millsap got split open after Myers Leonard pushed him uh, into Justice Winslow. Justice and Paul smacked foreheads. Uh, Myers Leonard got a flagrant one on that play. Some of that defensive magic that we saw at the beginning of the season for, uh, or the first week of the season for Denver was back tonight because they really clamped down on Miami and a big night for the Nuggets bench. 48 of their 109 points came from the bench. Um, what happened to this one, Mo? Just just one of those games for Miami coming back down to earth. Just Denver was that good. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Denver has been struggling for a bit and they're beginning to show flashes, although Jokic still didn't really have a great night. You, another thing is, you know, yeah, Miami kind of coming back to earth. I think part of it is uh, Jimmy Butler getting a little ahead of himself with all the quotes he made in the Yahoo story with Chris sure. Haynes and, and, yeah. and that, and that kind of it's, we, we talked a little bit about buds, you know, uh, running around and gloating a little too early after, you know, six or seven games is, yeah, those, uh, those two week victory laps, man. I just don't know if they ever work out, you know, and, and, you know what? If I hope somebody throws these comments back in Jimmy's face, if they really go on a run and struggle here on their their West Coast swing, since they're now actually playing legitimate NBA teams instead of you know the Hawks twice or whatnot. But this is this is what we're going to see from the uh, the Nuggets. This is the Nuggets we were expecting to see on a regular basis. Is them just kind of playing extremely hard and and getting going. Uh, it's something we we expect, and and this is this is the team I expect to kind of win the West at least in the, the record wise, but the way they started the season, I was nervous. This has got me excited a little bit. Jamal Murray had a pretty big night as well. And their bench got going, man. Yeah. The bench was good. We even got some Michael Porter jr. Garbage time minutes. He got a couple of buckets there. That was fun. Uh, Jimmy Butler finished with 16 points, but just three of 12 shooting from the field, uh, 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Kelly Olenek had 13 off the bench. Justice Winslow had 12 points. Myers Leonard had 10 heat shot 35% from the field, but it was the second and third quarters that did them in combined for just 41 points in those two quarters. That's when Denver kind of pulled away, made this one a laugher. Uh, as Mo mentioned, Jokic struggled in this one, four of 12 from the field, nine points, five rebounds, five assists, four turnovers did have a nice steal and a lob to, I believe Torrey Craig uh, in the second half, but that was about it in terms of what he was able to do. Uh, Jamal Murray, 21 points to lead the nuggets, five rebounds, four assists, 15 points, 10 rebounds, four assists for Will Barton back in the starting lineup after missing a couple of games. Uh, The Denver nuggets needed this one. Miami heat did not need this one, but they can't let this become the norm, especially on this West coast trip. All right, Mo, let's go to the news that everybody needs for Wednesday. The big news of Tuesday, John Collins suspended. The third big suspension for players dealing with substances and supplements uh, of this season. We had Wilson Chandler get popped for 25 games. We had DeAndre Ayton get popped for 25 games. And now John Collins popped 25 games for violating the terms of the NBA, NBPA anti-drug program. He tested positive for growth hormone releasing peptide two. That's according to the league. He told ESPN he will appeal the suspension, had the cookie cutter uh, response of first, I want to apologize to my teammates, the Hawks organization, our fans, partners, and community. 
as a whole for this situation. I understand the impact this matter has on what we're trying to achieve together this season. I'm incredibly frustrated and disappointed in myself for putting us all in this position. Uh, Mo, why is this becoming such a thing? Is this, is I, is this a trainer thing? Is this a supplement thing? Like what's going on here? Because this is three in a couple of months is kind of crazy. Yeah. It makes me really suspicious. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if this isn't the last one we get. It's, I got to wonder where they're getting this stuff from. It's got to be trainers. It's, it's got to be the guys they're working out with, uh, maybe not trainers with the team, but the guys they're working out with in the off season. It's, becoming a bigger and bigger issue here within the NBA. I mean, you said it, three guys popped already. It's, it it felt like we got one of these every few years. Right. And now three in two months, like it's just, it's alarming. It's, it's, it's a surprise. And it it feels like, you know, I mean, you tell me, do you feel like, I don't feel like this is over. I feel like we're going to get a couple more guys getting popped. No, I, I I'm with you. I, I 100%. I mean, that's kind of been something that's been discussed, like, you know, hushing, hush hush and everything right it's not like oh this is a rampant problem just like this is something that goes on yeah like like it's not like the drugs of of the 80s when there was like cocaine problems anything it's nothing like that but there are a lot of guys fine-tuning their body taking supplements taking things left and right whether they knowingly or or unknowingly do it it's happening yeah and it's just a matter of they got to be more careful and more aware of it and i wonder if it's something that you know the players association has to start working with players to help them get an understanding of like, yo, this is banned. Like you can't be taking this. Uh, I don't know how many times I'm getting tired of the the line of like, I took this unbeknownst to me and I didn't know this was had right. this in it or whatnot. Like at a certain point, it just sounds the same as, Oh, my Twitter account was hacked. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's becoming redundant at this point and I'm beginning to not believe these guys and think that's just the go-to line and the excuse. I think the the players association has got to start working with players and start getting to the bottom of this and figuring this out. Yeah. You can't just keep saying my body was hacked. Not how that works. Uh, Zach Collins out four months after shoulder surgery to repair his left labrum. That's pretty disappointing news for the Blazers. He was playing really well. He, they were playing really well with the lineup, including him, but he's out for four months. Going to be, I don't know, like 50, 60 games, something like that. It's going to, it's going to be a lot. It's going to take him right until the end of the season. And then Kawhi Leonard out versus the bucks Wednesday night, supposed to have a showdown with Giannis. This happened last year when he was in Toronto and you guessed it, load management. That's it. That's what it is, man. They're they're going to do this all year. You got to keep an eye on it, especially if they're going to go back to backs. They're going to find a way to sit Kawhi for one of those games. And I won't be surprised when they get Paul George that one will sit one game and the other will sit the other one. It's going to be fun. All right, let's do the rest of the games from Tuesday night. A crazy one in Charlotte. Not just because it was close. Legitimately fun game. Hornets 122, Pacers 120 in overtime. No Miles Turner, no DeMontis Sabonis, no Victor Oladipo. Pacers led by as many as 19 in this game. Hornets stormed back in the fourth quarter. I guess doing their best Lakers impersonation. Outscored them 24 to 4 at one point in the quarter. TJ Warren hit 11 straight shots for the Pacers at one point. Finished with 33 points, but it wasn't enough. Devontae Graham, still the best point guard on the Hornets. Comes off the bench. 35 points, 6 assists, 3 steals. He drew a pretty bad foul call on Jakar Sampson with 1.7 seconds left in the game. Went to the free throw line, I believe, for 3 free throws. Hit 2. Missed the third one on purpose because Nate McMillan had burned his last time out with 27 seconds left in the game down two so there's no challenge no anything and uh the pacers just couldn't even i don't even think they got the ball let alone got a shot off 22 points five rebounds four assists for terry rozier bismack biombo 
actually good in this game and big down the stretch finished with 15 points, six rebounds, had five offensive rebounds, two blocks, uh, 31 points, eight assists, five rebounds for Malcolm Brogdon. Mo, are we worried about the Pacers? They seem to bounce back, but are we worried about them? I have been. I've been worried about them from the beginning just because I didn't feel like the we were getting a lot of information on the Oladipo comeback tour and when he might be coming. And the longer he's out, the bigger that hole is going to get. And now they have no Sabonis, no Turner. They're in trouble in that situation. And also, they did kind of get screwed. That was a terrible foul call. Terrible, terrible foul call. But maybe don't score four points in the first six minutes of the fourth quarter to put yourself in that position. Uh, that, that also kind of screws that, you. That's 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 an excellent point there, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should think about being an analyst for a living. I'll try one day. Celtics 119, Cavs 113 in Cleveland. Somewhere Big Waz is dancing around because Gordon Hayward had an amazingly good game. 39 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, 17 of 20 from the field, 16 of 16 on two pointers. Last time that 16 of 16 happened, you guessed it, Wilt Chamberlain. Kemba Walker, 25 points on eight of 19 shooting, 18 points for Jason Tatum, five blocks for Daniel Tice. Carson Edwards, that's my guy, 13 points in 15 minutes off the bench, hit a couple of threes. Colin Sexton led the Cavs with 21 points, 17 and nine for Kevin Love, 19 points, 13 rebounds, four assists for Tristan Thompson. Someone please. Please trade for him. Please get him off this Cavs team. Cavs only gave up five points off nine turnovers, but they still get the loss. Hawks 108, Spurs 100 in Atlanta. Trey Young is back, and he's still good, Mo. That ankle injury didn't zap all of his powers. <laughs> 29 points, 13 assists. He had six assists, I believe, in the first quarter. There was a play where he turned LaMarcus Aldridge around a couple of times, which, you know, Really not that impressive. It wasn't that impressive when Mar- LaMarcus was 24, let alone 34, but he made him look like Troy Hudson uh, when Steve Francis did him dirty years, years ago. Uh, and his passing, man, had the spurs. They didn't know where to defend him going to the basket. They were always looking for the pass. He was getting easy layups off of it, uh, going against good defenders too, Mo. Like Trey Young is just spectacular. I mean, this is just what he does. I mean, coming out of college, I was excited for his passing ability, even more than his shooting ability. And we saw it tonight. I mean, he can make every pass on the court. And like you said, it has the Spurs guessing which way, where is the ball going? They're never able to figure it out. And, you know, the one thing I learned tonight is that LaMarcus Aldridge can uh, two-step with the best of them, man, because that was a lot of dancing he did on that play. He did, and he didn't fall, right? He didn't really bend over into a defensive stance, but he didn't fall. Well, I mean, what was the last time he bent over into a defensive stance? Be honest. Yeah. Uh, maybe Texas. Maybe. Pro- it, probably not. It, it, maybe in high school in Texas. But, maybe. Uh, yeah, for one drill before they realized he was so good. Yeah, but, you know, he had him – Trey had him hopping around, dancing. It, oh, it, man. It was a hell – it's going to be a highlight for a very long time. Oh, yeah. He had him looking like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, looking around for where the where the sound <laughs> was coming from. Jabari Parker, 19 points, 8 rebounds in the start for John Collins, who obviously was suspended, as we mentioned earlier. 16 and 8 for DeAndre Hunter. Cam Reddish had 12 in the start, was 3 of 3 from three-point range. Uh, Spurs just completely lost control in the fourth quarter. That's where they lost this game. Outscored 38 to 22 in the fourth. DeMar DeRozan finished with 22 points. Aldridge had 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 blocks, 17 for Brim Forbes, 16 for Patty Mills, but the Spurs shot just 24% from deep in this game. And then last game of the night to get to Thunder 102, Magic 94 in OKC. Your Orlando Magic still can't can't score, continues to cost them games. Only team that has not scored more than 100 points in this season in any game. 
39.5% from the field, 14.2% from deep for Orlando. Shea Gilders Alexander carved them up 24 points on 9 of 14 shooting. Chris Paul, 20 points, 6 assists, 3 steals, 11 and 11 for Steven Adams, 16 for Danilo Gallinari, and he even had a defensive possession where he tried to uh, defend with only one shoe, and the other one was in his hand. 10 points on 15 shots for all star Nikola Vucevic. He continues to struggle. 15 and 8 for Aaron Gordon. Evan Fournier, 4 points on 0 of 7 shooting. Mo, let's get to the lines of the night. We got some good ones. Gordon Hayward's 39, 8, and 7. Devontae Graham, 35 and 6. TJ Warren had 33. LeBron and his triple doubles. Trey Young, 29, 13, and 6 in his uh, game back. Who gets your line of the night? Man, I'm going with Trey Young. He not only that line he gave us the highlight of the night he did it against a good defensive team it's trey young plain and simple uh i'm gonna go lebron you know third straight triple double 30 11 and 10 he was really good and he even shut down some some forced conversations from the media pregame uh and shoot around this morning when they were asking him do you still think about the michael jordan stuff do you still try to chase michael jordan he just simply said no. So not only was shutting down on defense, he shut down the media as well. So he gets my line of the night. That's going to do it for today's daily ding. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the athletic podcast network. We had a really good basketball buds with Kristen Ledlow as our guest on Tuesday. Of course, check out the power rankings podcast with myself and Wozni Lambre. We'll have uh nerd she wrote on Thursday. We got hoops adjacent. We got no dunks every day, tampering house of Strauss, everything. Don't forget to get notifications for the news for the new episodes. Just click follow in the app under the podcast. And if you're not a member of the athletic, you're in luck. You can get all of our podcasts ad free, plus some fantastic writing across all major sports, all for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos will end. So get there soon and subscribe to theathletic.com slash dings. Thanks for waking up with us. Take your vitamins, eat your breakfast, go to work. Enjoy the Wednesday night action. And Mo, hit me with a sign off. Ding, ding.